Welcome back to the Chill Sounds and Breakdowns podcast. Um, it's been a while. I haven't posted one in a little bit and I haven't recorded one in a little bit, but I'm excited to come back um, with a few of my friends today and uh, I'm really excited to have them here and I'm glad they got to take the time out. But today we have Paige's Turns. How you guys, how you guys doing today, guys? Yeah, all right. We're yeah. chilling. Mm. Thank chilling. you for having us. We're excited to be here. Absolutely, yeah. man. Thank you. You, just got, you guys got done just practicing now, right? Yeah, no, actually, so we had backtalk practice and he's helping me out with that so, yeah <laughs> he's, he's playing bass with it yeah he's like unofficially like you know part but he's just helping us out like I play mean, shows and it's, stuff it's like that it's gotta be kind of official you're in the music video yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm in all the promos and stuff now they, oh, really? they want me to be official yeah. we, we want him but what it's at the same time it's like he's a pop punk boy and so you know and that's why like pages appeals more to him because yeah. that's his thing obviously and like i don't want to pressure him to do be like just be in this project with me too yeah you know? but he's helping me out as much as possible he's like any show y'all do or anything you know you need musically like i'm here for you so until we find a basis that fills that position he's just spreading the wave for me and we already have chemistry because we do pages together yeah so it's working out really well so it works as you know to to help yeah i bet it's like fun it's a different change of pace definitely yeah it's a big change of pace (laughs) definitely i mean if you're talking about from pages yeah yeah, that's a big he's a very soft boy and (laughs) just get really aggressive and so he's just like okay i gotta well we had we had humanikin that was just a while ago yeah that's true yeah you got you got some experience there yeah yeah. Yeah. didn't hesitate to like have him on board. Yeah, because... I don't have to. You don't have to like eat it. Oh, do I? Not? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't just, know. Just have it here. He's like, he's just "Where's it? the mic?" Yeah, yeah he's like, <laughs> I, guess I get into vocal mode oh. where I just want to like have it. That's a, yeah. <laughs> just, just cup it just for the. Just be cupping it like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Paige's turn. You guys have been doing for uh, quite a while now. A couple years now. Yeah, we we are trying to find our stride in just really having the time because it started out just side project us chilling you know mm-hmm. he was still in humanica then at the time yeah. and you know i was really kind of focused on back talk and i was still doing school at the time and Me so we, were, we didn't want to spread ourselves too thin yeah so we just were like we'll do it when we do it we have fun doing it and just um we'll take the time whenever we can when we get it and now that we're we kind of do the same thing work-wise we understand our schedules and stuff so we talk to each other all day all the time yeah. yeah and so we have grown in our friendship and also like musically we've just grown together and so now we're trying to find our stride in writing more and kind of taking this so a little now bit you're, bigger so now you're trying to like dedicate a little bit more focus more, to it more, yeah. before it was yeah. kind of yeah. like yeah. when you had the time to exactly do it, which, yeah yeah which i mean out of that free time you guys came up with an entire like project like an entire ep like, yeah yeah, yeah we just did. like little free moments and stuff yeah and, yeah and like i said before um and he can speak on this, like, we kind of just clicked really well together, because I would show up to mannequin practices, I was, like, an unofficial <laughs> member, like, I hung out with him all the time, yeah. and so he would just, you know, he's always, like I said, he's a soft boy, he pick up an acoustic, and I mm. just immediately, we started vibing together, and, um... Yeah, we wrote most of those songs on the first EP, just, like, in, like, five minutes each, maybe. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah, it just we're didn't, like, didn't yeah, this is, like, all. we're, like, yeah, I was playing, I would play something, and... He'd be like, oh, that works. And then he'd sing something and then I'd harmonize it. And we we're like, okay, there's a song. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be like, flesh it out over like an Stop hour. The- <laughs> Stop for a second. Play that part again. Stop. And then like 10 minutes later, we have a song. And we just did that like four or five times. And we're like, all right, we're ready. There you go. EP. Yeah. <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about Pages Tune. Like um, the, uh, 
the harmonies, but the the separate like back and forth like voices between you guys yeah. is like one of my favorite parts of like yeah. that. Pro- I'm really sad that I didn't get to like actually watch you at Chill Sounds because I was like yeah. running the parking lot. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I could hear them like, damn it, they're playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We played relatively early, and we were thankful for everyone that did manage to catch it or hear it or mm. whatever. And yeah, there was a fair amount of people. There was still a fair amount yeah. of people, and we got good reception from everyone that did hear it, and you know they really enjoyed it. And then obviously the night just picked up from there mm-hmm. it was you know like it was chill sounds and breakdowns yeah. like emulated the whole time um and so we just rode that wave we were thankful for it to be there yeah we really drew in the whole crowd <laughs> <laughs> we need a little more no <laughs> no but we were thankful to be there it just it like fun. it we started it off pretty much and then it just took off from there and we had people even the few people that saw us mm-hmm. throughout the day just telling us like hey you guys did a great job. You have a wonderful voice. You guys pair well, really well together. So, yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like this project has let you kind of like highlight that a little bit more. Because I mean, in yeah. back talk, you kind of dabble in like doing some singing and stuff like yeah, that. But this sure. one, it's like, oh, I get to. This is all me. Exposed. Yeah, like, you're all singing. Can't now. really hide behind anything. Yeah, really um, much. So yeah. Which is which is how how is it? I guess changing to like writing just like singing stuff instead of having to worry about like oh I need to write like a screaming part mm-hmm, to it with sure. your rhythms and like and melodies and stuff like that. Um, he's actually keeping me grounded with that as we're going forward because it's just like okay, uh, you know obviously music is heading in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Hear heavier bands experimenting with like that pop sound and yeah. like that kind of throwback '80s retro sound and even pulling on new metal influences and so I'm trying to gear back screaming anyways so I can focus on more melodic stuff. Yeah. But then trying to shift that into I guess I access a different part of myself when I go to that. Mm-hmm. So it's not I don't have to worry about like vocal technique as much because I'm already kind of in that zone. Like it's divided into two worlds essentially and okay. I just visit each whenever I'm going to the uh, writing for one another, you know? So it's not really a big switch into it because, like, when you're when you're writing that, you're already in that kind yeah, of like yeah. headspace. Yeah, it, It's not so. It's not as difficult to write. It's more just getting in the writing headspace. Yeah. For it, yeah. So once I'm in that headspace for it, it's like okay, switch. I'm in. You know, it's essentially like I'm in chill sounds mode now, and now I'm in breakdowns mode, and then just kind of <laughs> moving from the different yeah. rooms or different. So just sides. getting just getting into that mode, getting just like into that mode, yeah. being able to flip. But once the flip, yeah. the switch is flipped, then you're like, oh, I'm good. I can exactly, completely yeah. focus on this. Um, the thing with backtalk is that I get really kind of, I, I don't want to say I get into a dark place, but I kind of touch into that sort of darker mentality, mm-hmm. the more aggressive stuff. And so I need a buffer. Um, I can't really do like pages immediately because I'm in that zone. Yeah. You know, and I can't, I don't speak the same way. I don't think the same way. I'm not, my brain's not on that same track. And then I have to shift it to kind of accommodate what Pages is, which mm-hmm. is like sad, you know, and can be dark, but in a different way, you know, yeah, like yeah. Um, joyful and, you know, this different, a different emotional landscape that I kind of have to. Yeah, I, I mean, it definitely is a, definitely a big shift in like uh, the aggressiveness, you know what I mean? Like, because that's one thing, like, even if you're not completely writing a song to be aggressive but if you're writing anything heavy that mm-hmm. has there will be an aggressive tone to it no yeah, matter what absolutely. you do even even if the lyrics aren't like say anything aggressive like it will tap into like an aggressive tone no matter what like you're screaming it you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it's like forever like the people that didn't know like what i played like i had a lady i think that told my mom one time was like oh like 
they're probably they're screaming like about the devil and stuff like that. I'm like, no, like I'm screaming about being sad. My dad left me. Like, <laughs> like that's what I'm screaming about. Right. But anything that you're you're obviously screaming, it's because like that emotion gets tipped into that aggressive or whatever it is. Like, yeah. exactly. you're sad, you're, you're mad, anything. Exactly, you have to push that. So it, yeah, it would be a completely different headspace to write for yeah. for pages. Um, but you, I think you do it well. I think you're able to like manage it um, into and switching back and forth. Thank you. Uh, between yeah. that, especially, and now you're getting both kind of projects up and going. Like, right? Because yeah, yeah, like, you, yeah, you yeah. just dropped the momentum for both things. Because you guys dropped the yeah. Yeah, and it helps again having him kind of in back talk, you know, now because yeah. then we can kind of gear our energy towards back talk when we need to, and then it's like, all right, he's doing that same flip switch mind space thing with me, just not completely because mm. like obviously back talk, I'm more involved in it. Uh, whereas pages were more of a 50 50 thing yeah but you know he's on that train with me now with the shifting mm-hmm. and so we can do that a bit easier because he's like he knows you know what i'm doing here and then going and doing yeah. there it's easier to, for him to understand like what where the switch is coming from because yeah. you're both having to you know be part of it you right. know what i mean like exactly be part of both so it, it helps both uh so in in pages how do you normally like approach writing um I mean, you guys both do together, so it's only two of you. So, I mean, like, is it you guys both individually, right? Because you both play guitar. Like, um, it's it lately. It's kind of been uh, we're trying to put more thought in than we were just like (laughs) sitting down and like, okay, here's a song in five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So lately, we've been trying to do more of that, but usually it'll be more like um, like I'll do a lot of the guitar work. And he'll edit that, and he'll do a lot of the vocal work, and I'll edit that. It's okay. kind of uh, that's it's kind of like the best way. Yang. we... Yeah. It's really yeah. yin yang. Like you know how there's like a little bit of the yang and the ying, and then but they have their own two separate circles or yeah. parts of the circle. It's exactly how it is, really, because he he mostly comes up with a lot of the guitar work. He's very chordy, very singer songwriter structurally mm. guitar, whereas my guitar playing is very intense and riffy. Yeah, and so I allow him to focus on that stuff and then i'll usually come in with like a lead you know um melody sort of thing over it Mm -hmm. um but like structurally at the baseline we still kind of do that thing where when we started where he'll just sit down with a riff and i'll say hey play that again (laughs) and he'll he'll just go through a progression and i'll be like hey play that again okay stop you know and then i'll do it and he would just get the the skeleton of something and then now um because we're like you said putting more thought into it mm-hmm. we, we will take out the parts we don't need we'll expand on it and trying to make it bigger mm-hmm. than we were before so. so basically before it would stay at like the skeleton and be like oh that's good enough you know what i mean let's, yeah. let's ride off of that and now yeah. it's kind of like let's okay let's hammer out like the king's thing and because yeah. you, you realize like that once you go back and take like you know third fourth fifth looks and run throughs the stuff it's like mm-hmm. oh this this goes with it but it doesn't necessarily need this or yeah. I mean, like oh it's this is good, but it's missing something mm-hmm. kind of thing, which you don't, yeah. when you're trying to just like write songs and put songs out, you kind of tend to miss those like yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Um, which like I said, it's just, it's just different types of writing. It's mm-hmm. just, um, you come to discover like, especially like writing with other people. And like, that's, that's gotta be the cool thing. Cause like in back talk, you get to write with a whole bunch of different guys yeah. and here. It's just two of y'all. So it's a different yeah. writing structure, which just entail helps build both of those projects together because mm-hmm. you'll take yeah. back stuff that you learn from pages into back talk and back talk here. Yeah. yeah exactly no he he was trying to get me to listen to this new um this wildlife album mm-hmm. so i finally listened to it last night it was beautiful it's soft yeah. 
and it just like melts your heart kind mm-hmm. of thing and i was listening to that on the way to backpack practice you know? oh yeah <laughs> you know? and i like obviously i have to get into that heavy mentality and shift and stuff but i can still bring like you said those elements of what made that good and what made that work mm-hmm. uh, into backpack to kind of create this new thing especially uh, melodically exactly lately. yeah yeah I, i've i've come to realize that like very i don't know aggressively that i listen to so much more like when i was writing for under oblivion like more outside of metal that mm-hmm. i would bring into you know, like it was yeah. like mostly non-metal that i was you, listening you to, to to influence like everything you. i was like everything was influencing me uh, and i'm like wow like and i took it like i was like wow i'm not really listening to anything metal to help me influence. but in turn makes for a more interesting like take on like metal music instead My, of me trying to copy yes. or emulate you know anything i'm listening to it's like oh what if this like type of music, this thing I heard in a pop song or in like a Spanish song or something like that, what if that was in here? Right. And like that with rhythms and stuff like that. A lot of my rhythms came from a lot of hip hop music exactly. when I was in like cadences and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just bring them over here. I was like, that's going to make an interesting kind exactly. of thing. Hip hop yeah. and blues are great to mix with. Very. Like, yeah. I was listening to a lot of hip hop when we wrote this like second Backpack EP. Mm-hmm. And so it's things like that where, uh, like you said, it. I, I, We'll listen to metal when new releases come out to mm-hmm. see what people are doing nowadays, like modern metal and stuff like that. So yeah. are aware of what's out there. But for the most part, I try to stay away from listening to a lot of metal mm-hmm. because I don't want to write someone else's song. Like, yeah. I don't want to write a sequel song to someone else's single, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sound exactly like them. Um, and, no, you know, no, not taking away from what they're doing. But also, they're doing their thing. Let them do it. You know, you'd rather do yeah. your own thing. Listen to pop. Listen to rap. Listen, you know, R and B and stuff. So that when you do your metal thing, you're approaching it from a different perspective. And that's exactly how they do thing. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you listen to like what artists they're listening to, it's always like these, mm-hmm. you know, ev- things that you wouldn't normally associate. Especially, I mean, me. I think when I was like a lot younger in writing, I was like, no, these people listen to all these bands around bands around them and i'm like oh no they're listening to such like individualistic stuff themselves yeah. Yeah. that is so far off from what they do because and it makes in turn makes their music better because they're pulling influences from places where people wouldn't normally like assume you're pulling and that's what yeah that's what i think normally would catch my attention like with with different bands like um i don't know like uh, i don't know some examples but uh i remember when i first heard um what's that band called uh, Shrezers. Oh, yeah. Then they yeah, added the, the saxophone. saxophone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I remember was, they're that. so neat. I was like, so what? Cool. And it wasn't like a cheesy saxophone. It's well played, really like well placed. placed. And really I'm like, yeah. oh, like they actually can play this instrument. Like, and it's actually yeah. tastefully placed in the music. I'm like, that's so wild. Like, right. that someone all of a sudden is like, hey, they play the sax. Like, you want to be in this band? Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's no, out of nowhere. I remember whenever I first heard them, someone had sent them to me, and I was like, <laughs> that's cool because he knows I love saxophone I was like I want to learn yeah. how to play piano and saxophone they're like okay really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to just keep adding instruments to my repertoire and I heard that and I was like oh that makes me want to learn <laughs> saxophone so badly it's so well placed but yeah that's normally I think lately the stuff in metal that catches my attention mm-hmm. is anything with with a weird like mm-hmm. twist in it or, or yeah. something that Absolutely. like is, is, a, is a weird change mm-hmm. um I think another band I was a really big fan of was like um, that band Alaska. That um, oh yeah, Alaska. Yeah, so they had a lot yeah. of like R and B influence mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they're changed now because they lost the vocalist or whatever. But um, another thing I was like, that's one thing that I love. Anything like 
singing and melodic R&B yeah. stuff. So when they added into that, that's kind of what sold me on the fact of like trying to have a band. It was like, right. I love that combination that yeah. um, it just worked for me. So that's normally what I look into. I look into for stuff that like, what sounds different than the normal stuff? Because you're like you were saying, you know, a lot of like metal bands and stuff like that are trying to go like a more pop route like these days. And you, you hear it a lot and it's, sure. it's, there's definitely nothing bad to it. Cause the more I listen to, I, I, I look at what I listen to like daily and I'm like, all this stuff is like catchy stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so that's what I assume is pop music. Like anything that has like a ca catchy chorus, anything sure. like that. And I was like, I was like, Oh, these are the things that I listen to. It's like, it's not a bad thing. It's like, and there's a formula to it. Like you have to figure out in order for it to, you know, work. make sense and work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Typically. You can write, you know, mm -hmm. a, pop, you know a song like that, but for it to work, there's a certain thing you gotta, you gotta have you know. that thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so that's what, you know, we're really trying to bring to the table going forward with this new material is mm -hmm. that like zing. Yeah, you know, like yeah, we can write songs. We both know we're capable of writing songs and we mesh well together. It doesn't take us long to write a song, but it's about bringing that zing that we didn't, we, we had a little bit of and touched on, I felt like, mm -hmm. in yeah. the first EP, but we're kind of trying to bring way more to the table yeah. with this new material. Mm, so actually, actually, like hammering that down and like expanding on it. Expanding, where... yeah. Speak, speaking of yeah. expanding, should we tell him? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so we're trying to go full band now. <laughs> oh yeah. whoa! Yeah. And so yeah. some of the stuff, it's not gonna be like got exclusive here, <laughs> folks. You heard, you heard that? Pages turn is going full band. Hold on, keep talking. Okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're trying to go full band, and the stuff that we recorded, it's not gonna be like completely pop punk like a, all the time we're mm. gonna just hammer it out but we're trying to expand with like having drums or having a, like a cajon in the background it is still acoustic guitar still by the way okay guitar. so, so like, full bands yeah, acoustic. Yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds like kind of lighter leads with some bass and you know and just like bringing it making it more full indie pop punk country yeah, yeah. <laughs> that honestly sounds super interesting you yeah. know what i mean like it's in it it's definitely something that Best 99 cents I've ever spent. Full band, full band, full band, full band, full band. But okay, so you want to keep it still like in an acoustic sense. Yes, and some songs will still be acoustic because we want to still keep that element that is making it what it is. Yeah. But just expanding it, making it a bigger version, Pages 2.0 essentially. Yeah. Hey, just another book turned. Yeah. <laughs> so volume chapter. set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going Encyclopedia Britannica exactly. underneath this yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really cool because like you don't hear a lot of acoustic like acts with a, like a, a bigger sound, which is like sure. the appeal yeah. like in in bands and stuff like that. That the, the sound is like huge. That's why like I've seen a lot of like. Uh, even like non-traditional, I think acts like uh, like when you when you see like a hip hop act with a full band, like it's super cool to see. But oh, like so fun, yeah, yeah it's really, so fun. It's really I love cool. to see and it full brings band. it yeah. to life because they're very energetic shows, mm -hmm. really hype type shows. So when there's a full band, it just pops off even more. Exactly, which I think it's I think it's delving more into that round. But that's that's really cool that you guys are thinking about doing that. It's, is it just something you guys kind of have been thinking about like lately or is it something you guys are actively working on like finding we've people? been tracking and actively working on yeah it, we so. have what two songs with like a full arrangement one is just acoustic two full arrangements right yeah i think so yeah. currently currently yeah. recorded yeah okay yeah and i, I don't we don't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
We're, we're listening to those after this shit. It's over. Yeah, we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this up. Let's go. <laughs> that's so that's sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> little like elevator music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, elevator music. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, so so okay, so you that's one element already. So you're already changing like what you're doing as far as like progressing and, and writing these full arrangements. What about like um, in writing that new stuff? Do you have a certain like theme you're going for in the music that you like as far as the songs that you're writing for, or is it kind of just like in the moment like what these specific topics? I I, what I'm, I guess there's there a theme to like your your the lyrical content. Sure, I guess is what sure. I'm going for. Um, I can't speak on lyrical as much, but uh, it's it's kind of that same thing where we're trying to we we have to like relearn how to write this kind of stuff together because mm -hmm. it's we we've never really written full band stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's taking a lot of like. It's not that instant to... thing that like I was telling you about yeah. where yeah. we would sit down and be like, okay, we have a song now. Like, there's got to be more thought put into it because mm. we have to consider our other bandmates now. We have to consider their oh, parts. True. We have to consider, you know, how is this going to flow between us all versus just... And, like, how two. to make thing, how to make a song a full band and have, you know, other songs on the same release be uh, in that same vein theme-wise. To where is you a little, can have them on the same record, the right? the same record. Yeah. They still all flow together. I don't want to say it's like a challenge. Like, mm -hmm. it hasn't been a challenge, but, no, it's, but it's been different. Yeah, it's yeah. been different. Um, it's, we've had to put more thought into it, uh, definitely, um, but it's been really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been fun to hear us and doing what we do, but just get, like, evolved form, you know? Yeah. That's, so, that must be, that, that must be just a cool feeling. And I, charm I, I love the fact that you guys, <laughs> Uh, the fact that you guys can do all that, like you guys do all your tracking and all your like recording and stuff like that, so you can design that full band like sound with just both of you, because yeah. you can all like, I mean, uh, I know you play guitar, and bass, and I know you do drums and guitar. Do you, uh, like, yeah. you guys do like pretty much every instrument that you would need in a full band, so you're able to write these parts. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I can see where it's difficult. Where it's like, uh, well, now I have to instead of just thinking about writing one or two parts, like I got to write all of them. Like, yeah. so coming into that. And also, I didn't even take that into account, like the flow of like having, because you still want to have acoustic songs or just yeah. like the simple version, like, oh, the flow of that entire project together is got to like another thing you have to take into to effect where now before it was just like, okay, let's write these songs. They're all acoustic in nature, so they're going to kind of flow with each other regardless. And yeah, now yeah, it's like, exactly. oh, okay, yeah, you got to get another we've, factor. We've been yeah. like, we've been trying to write them to where they would work if, so say we like, once we have a full band and we're mm -hmm. playing shows full band, we're trying to make the song so that they would work if we had a show where it was just Farhad and I again. Where um, you would play the full band songs acoustic. Yeah, 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 where we exactly. could just, we could still play those same songs and not feel like you're really missing, like, the whole song if that makes sense yeah 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 um i understand that. so that that way they they um they're, they're adaptable interchangeable yeah, yeah to where you can play yeah. them in any type of shows which would in turn like open you guys up to be able to play a variety of like shows you yeah know what i mean exactly. and be able to adapt it's not limiting us as much as it was before mm -hmm. like not to say it was really because we're still obviously playing these like mixed genre shows where people are 
playing metal or playing whatever bands and stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Uh, it's kind of weird. You're like directing you how to hold a microphone. Yeah. You would think I just, uh, that's like strapped to me right it's here. Like I'm, not, I'm not used to it. It's just the vocalism. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that's when I'm actually like doing the That's thing. true right before. I'm the one yeah. who never has a mic in my hand. I'm sitting here like... And he's like <laughs> Uh, but right, yeah, we're, no. we're getting stands. If you listen to more, I can afford stands, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's just been fun, like because the person you know that we have on drums is also another good friend of ours, mm. and he's also recording it, and so it's making that process easier so that we can flesh those ideas out mm. and that we can understand what it is that we need to make this arrangement work yeah. with itself and yeah. everything else. Well, that's one of the things that um, the band DJ's like uh, been playing for a band and for Riker Hall. Riker, he, yeah, 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 he. So he used to do just acoustic sets of all the same songs, and that's what they do now. They have full band arrangements, but then Riker will still have shows where he'll go and play by himself acoustically, sure. and they're the same songs. Yeah. They, and you still like you were saying, you yeah. don't feel like you're missing the full song because those songs were acoustic first. They were yeah. all completely acoustic, but they adapted into a full band version. Mm-hmm. So now you have two that you can like enjoy, you know what I mean? Like, and they both. So they did it great. backwards from. They did it backwards. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but it, yeah, it, it, for theirs, um, <clears throat> they've been doing it for a little bit. Um, he's only been playing full band shows this year, and same thing. Like his, the I think the project he's gonna drop is all with a full band, but originally those songs were written without the full band. So you, okay. get, you get to kind of experiment with those. Too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely we've uh, considered uh, looking back on some previous tracks and uh adding some spice yeah adding some spice (laughs) yeah that would be cool that would be cool to visit i'm sure people would like really enjoy exactly yeah i knew even if it's just for a live setting or something if we were to do that we we've been toying with that idea and we think it'd be something fun Mm because it's something people are already familiar with the people who listen to us yeah so it'd just bring that much more energy and fun to it yeah especially since those songs are so old now we look back I look, or i at least look back and i'm like there could be a lot more going on here that's, yeah there's just not really um i think that's yeah. part of the artist's journey is like you mm. look back on your stuff and you're like i could have done that better i want to do that better i want to fix this or you know because you grow as a yeah. musician yeah. And you, it's not that you dislike what you did before but you see it with a different perspective because yeah. you're a different musician essentially than you were when you wrote it that's yeah. that's a hard part when you get stuck on stuff. So that's the thing. Like, when do I move on from this song? Like, because if you wanted to, you could spend years on it. Because yeah. every like you're gonna grow so much and be like, oh, like no, it could sound better. It could do this. It could do that. And you could spend. So, but there's got to be a point where you're like, all right, this is as far as I'm gonna take it. Sure. And then you and then you find out stuff. You know, you revisit it years later. And it's like, oh, like if you want to, you can go back and redo it as mm-hmm. a different version if you wanted to. Sure. But yeah. I think being able to put that like final like dot on it, be like, okay, it's done mm-hmm. for now. Let's release it, kind of thing. Yeah, is, exactly. Is a difficult thing for some. Yeah, stuff. and yeah. I think that's we're at a point right now where we would want to like finalize the draft of the page we're on and then just yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just use your uh, band name yeah, as an yeah, analogy. Yeah, yeah, Holy like shit. Where that air horn yeah, at again? <laughs> Damn, dropping exclusive bars on the podcast. <laughs> You're hearing it first time. First. That, but I mean, not only Riot, but I'm sure you guys are excited as hell to play full band shows with yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's been our biggest struggle right now is just like being an adult and living 
a life <laughs> the where worst. everyone has <laughs> schedules and you know like we're already set in a schedule with backtalk you know, mm. so that's not really a yeah. big issue um but that's been solidified for years yeah. now it's you know essentially trying to figure that out again but with a different project and different vibe and stuff and making sure that it's going to be cohesive going forward so that yeah. everyone's on the same page and it doesn't it's not just us anymore mm -hmm. so we have to consider everyone consider everyone's like musical backgrounds and viewpoints and uh That's schedules true. and yeah scheduling sucks when you get older yeah, <laughs> yeah. with <laughs> schedules yeah suck yeah. hard it like when it's the older you get because you're like oh these things have to be done and yeah. And it's like, oh, let's find time around it and things like that. You exactly. Know what I mean? And so that's why him and I, we still communicate every day. We still have relatively the same schedule, so we see each other often. So we can still lay groundwork for stuff when we need to or when it's, you know, mm -hmm. required of us to get in or, you know, finish stuff up. Yeah. yeah. And then we can bring it to them. And we have something already, and then they're just like, you know, pass or fail, you know. We've got something, and so now it's up to y'all to either take it and we run with it, or we scrap it and move forward. But we can at least get some work in when we ha don't have the means to have everyone available. Yeah. Because it's us from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys plan on being um, still the main driving force as far as writing goes with the project, or do you want to involve, like, a full band, like, everybody's input into it? Because I know you were yes talking about no. everyone's Yes and no. Yes and no, it's yeah. Like, I mean, like, mm. we, I'm always open and receptive to ideas. I want people to tell me if my idea sucks more than anything, because I'd rather someone tell me it sucks and, and scrap it versus no one tells me. And then I, it does suck still, but I just keep going with it. You just release it, it suck. Just release a suck song. Right, you know? So I, I would like differing opinions. I want a devil's advocate. I want people to challenge me mm -hmm. and tell me that, you know, like this could work better than this and this could, you know, because I get some of that in back talk and it helps. Yeah. You know, I, that's a, and so I have to keep that mindset up. I've worked with other people in a band setting before and working on full band arrangements. So I have that experience. It's mm -hmm. just about shifting the mindset and genre and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty stubborn already. So <laughs> yeah, like, I, we, we've kind of been good about keeping each other in check with like, uh, critiquing each other's ideas and mm. stuff but uh definitely um I, th I always think it's better to have more ears and input on something maybe not all at the same time but yeah <laughs> it's like too many cooks but yeah like, like yeah like we're um, in the studio there's too many cooks in the kitchen type yeah thing. yeah um but a time and place like you said for everyone to kind of review what it is we're doing give their feedback on stuff and you know and we've already had a lot of that too. Yeah. Just mm. starting the process of writing with um, other people involved, um, even if they're not necessarily in for a writing session. You know, we we could be tracking bass, and he's like, "Oh, I have an idea for this," and we're like, "Oh, that's sick, do that." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and I've grown as a vocalist, as a musician over the years that I've just been working with him. Yeah. So I'm excited to see. You know, now we're going to be working with other homies and other musical backgrounds and stuff, how we're going to grow as a unit, as a mm. project, but how I'm also going to grow as an individual musician. So That's that's, that's deep, the most encouraging part of it all, like all the writing process, is like yeah. the more people you sit in on writing sessions, even if, like like I said, like one thing you are saying, like you are always hanging out with like Humanic and stuff like that, which yeah. must have like influenced the stuff that you've written, like, but just hanging out with other musicians and other people writing and people even outside, outside the music the genre, genre and it's like, will tell you like, oh, because that's, Sometimes you're like, you just need that super outside perspective mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and someone telling you like, oh, like this sounds, I don't know, this sounds, it's just a comment would be like, oh, this sounds weird. And like, oh, why do they find it weird? And like nobody else did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me figure out what that, what that means. You know what I mean? And it just, I've had that help a lot. I've sat in a lot of like, uh, DJ does a lot of sessions in here. So I've sat in with like, uh, I've sat in with like Riker's new project, which I was like, I crazy to see like how someone writes like that. And then, um, uh, Dizzy, who who does like who raps, sitting in his like writing sessions are insane because you'll write two to three songs in a session, and I'm just like uh, baffled. I'm just sitting down, and the, the stuff makes sense, and like all these like things, I'm like, how words? You know what I mean? Like some people right, are just like, and it's just good, and yeah, and, like, but like other stuff that's taking <laughs> yeah. into account. He's like, oh okay, he he reads very often, so his vocabulary is very big, and I'm like, oh okay, these are just little things that you pick up on, Absolutely. and they're different, like that. But but the more you hang out, the more you write with different people, the more you'll notice and like, oh, like, and then, then you can look back and see like, oh, like where I started, where I'm here, like look at all this like difference and things like that. Like um, I remember when we wrote our first EP um, that we actually put out, like I was just looking, when I was in the studio, it was probably the first time I realized like, oh, I can actually sing pretty well. Yeah. Because forever I was like, building up to because i was always referencing how i started and i'm like it wasn't good like i'm i'm <laughs> i'm really honest with myself yeah, and i'm like it wasn't good and you i'm have like to be honest where i was in the studio i was like yeah. oh it's actually pretty decent like but i was always excited from then on i'm like look how better i can get if i just like keep doing it yeah. with different stuff and different people and like trying different you know genres and mm -hmm. things like that um, i had yeah. that kind of like things. i had that kind of same thing with like when we first tracked pages uh I didn't feel like my vocals were like super solid. Yeah. So I never sang. I never really tracked on anything. Really? Was, yeah. I, Before I was, pages? No. Yeah. I was not a Just singer. Just small, small little <laughs> like ad libs and like background and humanic and stuff, but otherwise no. Yeah, and it was mostly like bullshit that <laughs> JoJo would tell me to do. Or, uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody would joke or something. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Going from that, and then I just did a cover recently um, by myself. And then, <laughs> well, like recording that, I was like, I wasn't like feeling super great about it. And then yeah. I listened to it after and I'm like, wow, this actually is like bearable. And it's weird because I. It's more than bearable. It's really good. <laughs> I love that. Really I love good. that. But that's how we like, we'll talk about <laughs> our own shit. Yeah. Be like, oh, like I was just talking like, oh yeah, like that's, they're pretty decent. And it's like, oh, you know, it's bearable. Like <laughs> that's the way like I'll tell it. But it also keeps me like wanting grounded. to get better. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 I think if you're like, oh yeah, I'm really fucking good. Then like it puts your ceiling. It's like, oh, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like I don't need yeah. to go any higher kind it, of thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it touches on two things. Mm. It touches on ego, which you're like, oh, I'm the shit. I can, you know, like, my, this is awesome, you know? And you can feel yeah. like that. It, you deserve to feel like that. It's not as if that's a forbidden feeling. Mm -hmm. You have to check yourself, you know, because then you, you know, you don't want to get arrogant, but then you also, like you said, don't want to put up this giant ceiling for you that mm. you're constantly trying to reach. And then what if you don't always reach this imaginary ceiling that you've built up for yourself and this, like, giant ego hits, you know? So you have to keep it... You need enough. You need enough ego in. to to so believe in yourself and be like, I'm fucking good. Exactly. I'm gonna write this. And I think that plays into writing too. Like, yeah. you you have to be able to not uh, even if you think something you wrote is fucking sick. Mm -hmm. um, like a part is really cool, and you're like, this is the best thing ever. You have to. You can't get mad if somebody's like, that sounds like garbage. You can't get married yeah. to an idea. Yeah, I think you, that's one yeah. of the biggest things of being a musician is you have to be open to getting your idea shut down and moving on and. Working for what? I suck at that. Working like, for what? Please, I like it so much. Working for what? I like it so song. much. <laughs> it's hard sometimes, especially yeah. when you think like I just wrote some fire. You know, this is gonna be perfect for it, and then you're like, oh, upon 
a third or fourth listen, it's not as. <laughs> and it, it takes that, you know what I mean? But it takes you having to take the time and be like, okay, let me try to see where the person who's coming from who said this like yeah. it's gotta be it's, and it, that goes all into like who do you have on your team who do you have yeah. on your writing team like yeah, people who are talking team. shit just to talk shit or if people are like really saying it and you're like because it depends because if someone who like I know is just like a freaking troller is like gonna like talk shit about something I'm like well I'm not gonna take that serious like I'm not gonna worry about it but if it's someone like in my writing circle or someone that I trust that I tell them like oh well, you know I don't really like this part. I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to legitimately take that into effect. Even if I'm, it's going to take me a while, because I'm always, I'm not incredibly, especially if I'm really excited about something yeah. and someone's not as excited for it, I'm like, okay, cool. But like, why? take a step back. <laughs> I was like, why? You know what I mean? And then, like, then I'll, like, listen. And then it'll take time to take me off of, like, the pedestal I put my, mm-hmm. like, work on. But I'm like, let me take a step down really quick and find out what, what can make it better. Because all it is, that person is just saying that because they want it to be really fucking good. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. So it's not because like they want to shit on what you're writing. Mm-hmm. It's because they they know that you're capable of doing better. That that's a good yeah. point. So you have to take your feelings out or at least put them in the back seat mm-hmm. because you can't get defensive or you know it, it's because it's not a personal attack on your character or yeah. your songwriting ability. And I think people often um, lose sight of that. Yeah. And it's like no, we're you're trying, we're giving you this feedback or you're receiving this feedback for the best interest of the song. Yeah. You know, so that yeah. you can get better and you can figure out, okay, this is what's better for my music. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do with whatever you're doing as a person. Just And that's, people kind of tend to like intermingle those two things. Those two ideas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. which, and it's hard because, it's you know hard. what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, I did it. Yeah. So are you, you know, like. Especially, like, depending on, like, how, like, you write your stuff. But that's, like, that's yourself that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm, and someone's yeah. meaning. In musical like, form, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, like, someone, it feels like someone's taking a jab at you. And it's, like, it's not. You know what I mean? Depending on the person. But sure, sure. if it's, like, the person that you know it has your best interest at art, then it's, like, oh, okay. It's because they want this to be better. And they know that you are capable. Mm, they wouldn't yeah. be telling you. Right. If they were just, like, if they thought that that was the best that you could do, they probably wouldn't say shit. Sure. But if they're like, I know that they they can do better, or they can come up with something else, this and that, then they're probably gonna tell you and be like, mm-hmm. oh, like work on this because like, not because they're saying like this isn't good enough, but it's like you can do better, mm-hmm. like that's all it is. But it, that ego, that taking that out is very difficult because yeah. yeah, especially <laughs> you're saying like I'm a little stubborn <laughs> ideas, but yeah, it's like yeah. why don't you like this idea? But I've had that happen to myself a lot of times writing where I'm like, no, the song just finish it, it's done, like I don't want to work on it anymore, mm-hmm. and then. I'll take that step back and let like somebody else kind of like take the reins on something, and then it becomes something that I wouldn't even have thought of. And exactly. I'm like, okay, like, good. I needed to be placed on that check kind of yeah, thing. Like, I mean, it, it helped. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah, helped in the end. Yeah, because if you're looking at it here and someone else is looking at it from this way, you're not going to see it from the way they're looking at it, and so it helps to get yeah. that perspective. I, I recently watched uh, the documentary that Lincoln Park did on Minutes to Midnight, um, and they had the they had written all the vocals for all the songs when they were still recording them. And um, Mike and Chester let the rest of the band take all the lyrics into a room with the producers and like go over everything and just critique the hell out of it. And they were pissed. But they were like, <laughs> we have to do this. Like, yeah, they spent like at like months and months and months on them. And they were like, they basically just gave them to the rest of the band and they were like, okay, tell us what sucks. And it's like, that's hard to do. That's yeah. hard. That'd be hard. <laughs> yeah, Especially, hard. like, if you work that long on them and you're, yeah. like, in your head, you're, like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. 
Because if someone yeah. comes back with any like sort of critique, it's like, are you telling me I have to do this like all yeah. over again? And yeah. I'm like, oh, these are good. But again, the people that they're giving them to, the other bandmates, they gotta trust gonna, them. They're not gonna say nothing. I mean, they're it's their band too. Like it's like, hey, I'm yeah. gonna tell you something that's gonna help all of us. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's our interest, like at heart. Yeah. So I'm not gonna like shit on something to shit on it. Like it's because we can do better. Like this right. this involves me too. Like we're gonna write something good but that's that's bold as hell yeah, <laughs> and see, and so like, wow. i'm trying to approach that sort of process with more excitement versus like reservation and like mm. worry yeah because if i get worried and defensive and anxious about it then i you know i get i don't receive the feedback as well whereas mm-hmm. if i'm excited about hey here's this idea and i am excited about the idea but i'm also excited for you to rip it apart because you could potentially take things out and make it better and then mm-hmm. it's, it's not just a me thing anymore and that's the cool part about it is when you're working with other people you have to be receptive to the feedback because they're involved too yeah and they want to be a part of it too and so you have to take yourself out of it a little bit you know to the side to let other people in and that's their critique and that's their feedback is mm-hmm. them being a part of it um and sometimes you know you, you have to recognize the parts like okay yeah be a part of it right there or oh okay maybe it doesn't work as well as you know and so you discuss what parts of them are they bringing to this thing that you've created to where it's not just your thing or their thing it's a whole new thing that's mm. a collective work pages has always been like an us thing it's yeah exactly never been like exactly and that's why yeah. it works i think really well is yeah. because it the end project their end result is always an us song yeah it's never like a uh you know, there will be parts where I have more vocals or there will be parts where, you know, I'm not singing and he's playing like a lead over it for, you know, eight bars or something. I am singing and, more now. Though. And he is singing more. And I love it. Oh, dude, his, <laughs> I approve that. All right. Thanks. He's <laughs> always had a good voice and it was just about because, like, like you said, this is your first vocal project where yeah. you're kind of on the forefront. Yeah. And so you had to build, build that confidence, you know, and I had already some of that from back talking, especially because it's a very aggressive yeah. thing and you have to present yourself in a very, you know, forward um, sort of uh, image. Otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah. And so I, I brought some of that to it and then he started just coming out of his shell and I was like, Oh dude, you know, I don't want him to take a back seat. And that's another thing going with this uh, new material is like, he's got more of a prominent uh, vocal line mm-hmm. role in the songs that are coming out. Um, and it's not just, okay, he writes the guitar parts and I write the vocal parts. It's like more intermingled than before. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's really actually really exciting. Cause that's that, like I said, that was one of, that's one of my favorite parts about the first project that you guys did is the, the back and forth mm-hmm. um, singing parts that you guys did. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy that you're getting to like highlight yourself a little bit more. That cover, did you, did you put that out already? Or is that something yet. you just have? I, I need to put it out. <laughs> I, gonna, I'll probably put it out soon. But we're gonna, yeah. listen, we're gonna listen to that after this too. Yeah, I, got <laughs> you, I got you. I got you. Um, no, I'm I'm excited as hell, dude. Like I uh, wasn't expecting a lot of. I'm expecting that you guys are writing stuff, but that's that's really cool. Like that, like the dynamics changing a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and and the new stuff you're writing. I'm really excited to hear that stuff. Um, do you guys have any like? estimated thing or what you like how many songs you're trying to work on or or when you're trying to put something out by or is it really just like working it out right now i think it's like six songs i think it's six songs yeah so we're we're probably like we're probably gonna have an ep's 
worth of material, mm-hmm. but we're I don't know that we're necessarily going to release another EP like we did the last time because we don't want to just drop these six songs and then they're dropped and mm-hmm. we, you know we don't get as much traction on them versus if we were to release them single by single and keep a sort of momentum going. So that, I think that's what we're going to do. Singles. Yeah. That seems singles. to be the 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 way that yeah, that seems to be the move, especially like with I think with any project like at like the local level or mm-hmm. even like right there, it's just an easier way to stay relevant stay throughout relevant, the year. Yeah. Stay relevant. Like, stay people engaged. A six a six song EP like will keep attention for like a month two mm-hmm. at the most here because there's so much music coming out and then mm-hmm. like and, and it's harder to get traction just on your but if you drop a you know those six songs over the year, one every two months, and like then that whole year, your name is involved that's, into that's, something. That's the plan. That's what we're trying to do. I'm and, thinking and, we'll probably do like we'll release most or all of them as singles, and then by the time most or all of them are out, we'll combine them into an EP mm-hmm. so that there's like Just try, a, try a collective. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've released like four songs, and then we're or five songs, and we want to release the last one. Release it. The EP is out now with like these last two songs. That we well, that's uh, yeah. I, I who did that last year? I think um, I think Sleep Token did that last year yeah, with uh they're with huge. Sundown. They're, they've yeah, got a really huge sound. Where they dropped it like I think they dropped the entire album as singles throughout the year, but yeah. like every single so it was like one every two weeks. So relative cool. to that, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was like I think like ten total songs. Um, so yeah, by the time they dropped the last single, the entire album was out, you know, already. But uh, but still, like I think like that was an idea we were trying to approach with Under Oblivion when we were still doing it. Is that the last songs that we were writing were like, let's just drop them as singles yeah. and go one, and it takes the pressure off like trying to write like an entire cohesive project together. Right, yeah, like oh, yeah. and it gives you the added bonus of like oh okay, the entire year mm-hmm. like your name will be mentioned exactly like, around and here because we're doing like a full band arrangement. We don't want to just drop a full you know, mini records worth of mm. songs with all this new arrangement, new, not new sound, but you know, like expanded sound and yeah. it gets kind of slept on or no one really takes it yeah. seriously, you know? Yeah. So we want to come out kind of with a bang essentially of, Hey, here's our new lineup. Here's our, you know, expanded sound and you know what we're doing. Keep people engaged with that idea of us being like a bigger page. Just well, a lot know. more like fleshed out than just, throwing an ep out and being like hey throw, yeah if you throw a full band song out like as a single first first people are being like what it's a full band now I'm right like, okay yeah. and then you give them a chance to not only get adjusted to the system but get hyped for that exactly sound. You know, yeah. like oh that they're gonna drop more full band mm-hmm. stuff okay i'm yeah. gonna keep listening to this versus like taking it all in at once and it being maybe too much and like oh it's, exactly. it's way different i wasn't expecting this and then like taking it all and like you said i mean at the end of the day we want our work, our music, our art to be appreciated. You know, yeah. that's, that's, and when you drop something that, you know, takes time and do it, and then like, you know what I mean? Like it, it fades out of, you know, whatever people are listening to quickly. And it's like, damn, like I worked like hard on this. And even if people liked it, it's still like, unfortunately, that's like the world like we live mm-hmm. in today where so yeah. much content is out, so, so much music, so yeah. much stuff that it's hard to like drop one thing mm-hmm. all together and for someone to really stick on that. Unless like you are like a really like big followed artist, and even sure. then like these people like fade into like like that project fades into irrelevancy very quickly. Like yeah. even your top artists and stuff like that. Like an album drops and it's you know really hot for a while, and then it like, gets gone. Like um, right. I think the last album that was like you know really hyped up that I was like 
Travis too was like uh, Kanye's Donda, and I'm like, oh, I was really into it like for a little bit, and then like now I realize like, oh, I haven't listened to that in like a while. Right. You know what I mean? And that was a lot of anticipation for that going into it, and it's still even an artist at that level, I'm like, you know, done with it like soon. Right. But it's so, especially with someone trying to grow something, get to appreciate. Um, each and every one of the songs you work on, definitely, I think singles is definitely the way to go. It's yeah, like the smart, the smart, yeah. definitely the smart. And that way we can do more things with the singles themselves. You right. Know? So it's not, uh, you know, say if we wanted to do like a music video or have like our own art for the single, we have more to like show on mm-hmm. everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, because each song, while they flow together, like if they were on an EP or a record, like they make sense. Mm -hmm. there are also all their own individual stories essentially and feels and so we want to showcase kind of the feel for each one so that Mm -hmm. people like you said can appreciate them for what they are more you know like make a music video for them or make an artwork for each single so it it showcases that story a little bit more you can showcase it in in like different mediums you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like you take the music you add like a visual to it which you know can be like the artwork and art piece or, or, or a certain like thing for it. There's so many ways to create content around it and so many artists to help you do it. Um, one of the ideas that I had before we dropped R.A.P. was I wanted to make um, like not not single artwork, but an actual art piece. I was going to get friends to help me with art pieces for each of the singles so they can even. Nice. But there's so many like there's so many ideas like that That's that cool. you can do once you release like stuff individually and it allows you to kind of explore that because doing that for an entire like project together it's not only hard but like at, i mean it takes a lot of money like at, yeah. all at once you know to do it yeah. for everything a, so as a single it, it's, makes it's another sense. financial it's like a... thing that you have to take a look at you know right. what i mean like because like this you know music stuff is a lot of money especially if you're doing it um the you know the do diy way which mm-hmm. is like honestly it still saves you a ton more money than trying to do it like through through a label or something and like that or anything you get, like yeah, that. It's, yeah it's a lot of work and, and then you find people that help you do it, and you notice, and you're like, oh, I can do a lot of this myself, and you find certain people that help you do parts of it, and this and that. Um, it's just how much work do you want to put in? How much work you want to put in? Versus how much yeah. money do you want to spend? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the ratio. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. which is, like, right now we're, we're doing a, uh, we're working on a few things for, like, to, to make Chill Sound something a little bit bigger than what it is. Not Chill only sounds that, amazing, man. Yeah. It was big warp tour vibes. Yeah, I loved it. Was, right? <laughs> it was but, a lot of but fun. But also more homely, like more to the root, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because obviously warp tour is like this big thing mm-hmm. and you can often at least for me, I went to warp tour for like ten years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can often feel disconnected because you're all everyone's kinda all going to their their own thing. Their own, yeah. You know, because there's yeah. like seven bands playing at one time in this giant parking lot and then there's all these different little things going on you know so people will definitely get uh spread out um whereas this one it was a bit more condensed you know there's obviously still the vendors and there's still you know um like band playing outside and then like you know shortly after you know they're not like playing over each other but like a little bit like a tail end of this person's set this person's playing and stuff you know so it allows people to actually engage with the artists that are playing still and not feeling like okay i need to be in 10 places at once um, that's what, yeah that i mean that always happened at warped tour where you yeah. would like yeah. plan on seeing everybody and being like two of the bands that you wanted to see are playing at the same time right. or they play right after each other but one was on the other way like side of like right. you know, yeah and it's like and it would take so, forever and you would miss stuff exactly so i like the big feel of it 
but I also really just enjoyed how connected everything was. Yeah. Well, it's like every show around here says festival on Mm -hmm. it. Uh, I've noticed, but this was like the first one that this actually felt actually like a festival. A festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah <this laughs> which one, was cool. This was probably, honestly, my favorite local show since I've been in Texas. Yeah, that, and I, I've been in Texas for like a decade. And it was <laughs> probably my favorite local show. It was not top three for sure. It's it was, I don't know. It was just just such a good day, and in um, and I the I mean the whole sense what you're saying it feels like you know people were closer. That's the whole point of Light Show sounds like. The idea is is to bring people together, to bring community. We want to bring next year even more different types of like crowds coming because this was a nice one. This was a nice like you know crowd that got to experience some other types of music that maybe you weren't there to see. But we want to expand that version on even the vendors that we're gonna have out there. We want to expand that even more. Yeah. The type of food that we're gonna have next year, the type of events that we're planning next year, like food everything is, is gonna be. Yeah. I know we we're like you know ramen like in a hot ass day and they like I think they sold out like if I, I'm not I, I I'm not gonna lie I hit that ramen hard yeah, like, yeah. It, was, <laughs> man, it was good yeah. it's like ramen's good yeah, like <laughs> it was, it was really um, but there's that that's the entire point the entire point is to just bring people together and have them have feel the sense of community with sense strangers community. you know what I mean like because yeah. there's a bunch of people that you probably didn't know out there but you all felt you all were there for one thing you know what I mean to to enjoy art you know whatever form it took whether that was music you know um, you know our actual artwork that they were selling out there or like you know food like it was all just enjoying art together yeah and I feel like most people left that day with that sense and yeah. like this was this was a great day. Like this was a yeah. fun time, and and that's what we want to keep growing. That's why this the whole point of this podcast is to this. Why we decided to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I want to be able to. We want to be able to just highlight people around, you know, the area because our local area is DFW and it's huge and it's full of talent. Like beyond I agree. like my. There's so many talented. There's so much stuff around here, and I'm like, we should be able to use that same sense that we threw the festival with that sense of community, like, and bring it to keep like it going. yeah, keep highlight it going, it, like. Yeah. Highlight people that you wouldn't normally be able to hear. Like, I mean, where else are you going to hear, like, you know, all this information about, like, you know, that I just heard, you know, about, you know, Paige Stern. Like, well, we, well, I mentioned, like, in a, a few other podcasts, like, at a show, we get to talk to you in maybe, like, 10, 15 minutes. Like, oh, we're working on a project. I would have got a little bit of it. But, right. I mean, yeah. now people can actually, like, sit down and, like, listen to it and, like, see you guys. And also, like, put your personality to, like, a face, even if yeah. people just know you by, like, your music. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, they get to know you. And then it, it just it just allows people to feel that type of connection with like artists like around here that I, agree, I feel like yeah. they they it helps out and it helps bring more people out to like want to see you and 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 listen to you live and meet you and this and that and be able to talk to you but this uh this is definitely like been so fun to do right and I'm, I'm so happy that i get like i get a chance to like do it and again like thank you guys for stopping by i really 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 yeah, enjoyed dude. that of course dude. Um, thank you for having if these <laughs> wouldn't die at an hour we would probably keep talking <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah they're about to um but again no um definitely keep an eye out for pages turn and back talk to got a, got a twofer got a <laughs> twofer in a here twofer. <laughs> yeah. um all their stuff will be linked at the bottom and if there's anything you guys want to plug uh-huh. in talk about then you're good um Thank you for watching, listening. Um, we're Pages Turned and Semi Back Talk and um, <laughs> Pages Talk. <laughs> pages Talk. Um, pages no, talk. but yeah, no, we really appreciate you guys listening, tuning in. Um, please support OC and Daniel for everything that they're doing at Chill Sounds. Um, pay attention because uh-huh. it's it's really great that what they're doing for the scene and they're keeping it alive, and I love that. So we'll be there next year. 
Yes. And, and with thanks that, thanks for having us. Page of Cern. Thank you, Page. We'll see you guys.